pods. Start the battle in your world and finish it in theirs by teleporting your figures into Angry Birds Star Wars 2. Place its figures in app, each sold separately. Ask a parent to go online. New Angry Birds Star Wars 2 telepod. Are you in? Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys, a discussion about Star Wars toys of the past, present, and future. This is our 21st episode. Happy New Year's, everyone. My name is Jason. Joining me tonight from IGrowUpStarWars.com, OT Curmudgeon Tom. Hello, Tom. <laughs> In a reclining position today, everybody. Oh. I figured... Uh, I figured since there's since there's absolutely nothing I can add to this uh, add to this conversation, I will be in a uh, reclined position. I might get some sleep. Someone uh, wake me up if there's something good to talk about. So does that mean you don't remember 2013? Well, seeing that uh, seeing that this is going to be one that uh, I won't be able to add too much to. Okay. Uh, good good day, everybody. I'm uh, I'm uh, gonna just uh, just hang out here for a while. Also joining us tonight from JediBusiness.com, Chris B. Hello, Chris. Hey, what's up, everybody? So, Chris, I uh, have been checking out your website lately and noticed you've added some new features. Maybe you could tell us about it. Um, sure. Uh, a few weeks ago, I added new features to the website, so now it's faster than before to look up Star Wars figures. Um, some of the new additions include the uh, the six-inch action figure line from the Black Series. All the toy line sections include new drop-down menus, so you can filter toy lines by comic two-packs, cinema scenes, battle packs, figures which came with vehicles, figures which came with creatures, exclusives, variations, and so on. So that's in addition to filtering by, you know, the headshots, the front, back, side shots, and the reference pictures. Star Wars figures which were released in the basic assortments now include the uh, the numbering which Hasbro gave them as well. So uh, I know some people have asked for that, so... It's on the site now. There's a new page which is called the Toolbox. And on that page, you can find all the tools which have been custom built for Jedi Business. And that includes the comparison feature, which lets you compare Star Wars figures side by side. It lets you compare headshots, back, front, reference pictures. Um, Then you'll find the ID tool there, which helps you ID figures that you have right in front of you, but you don't know... Um, who that character is. So all you have to do is just take the figure in your hands, look up the date stamp on it, and then choose the date in the drop down on the website, and then it'll pull up all the figures from the database, and so you can see if your figure is there. There's also a master list on the toolbox page, which is an alphabetical list of all the figures in the database, and I've improved it so it's much faster than before, and it includes the, the six inch line as well. So some of these features have been on the website before but they all have been uh, improved quite a bit. Um, and then I was able to add close to 300 figures, which have not been in the archive before. So all together now, there's over 2,100 figures in the archive. Um, so I'm pretty happy about that. I got the, the comment section added, so now you can leave comments on almost every part of the website. Uh, you can you know write your own reviews for the figures or just comment on articles. Yeah, so there's another section which is called Get Inspired. Uh, the goal with those pages is to show fellow collectors how people who have been in the hobby for a very long time display their collections. Um, so I'm trying to include information as to what display cases are being used, 
what lighting, where it was purchased, and so on. And the first two people featured are Tom with his, uh, you know, super sexy vintage display and the lighting and the shelving and the framing. It's all custom made, so it's incredible. So check that out. And the second person is Bill McBride, who's been collecting Darth Vader memorabilia for more than 20 years. And it's just an amazing, amazing Darth Vader collection. And he talks about what shelving he uses, where he bought them and what items he has in his collection. So don't miss that. And the last thing I wanted to mention um, was the addition uh, that I'm most proud of, and that's the inclusion of the vintage section. So now there are figures from 1978 all the way until 1985-86 on the website. And I'm very proud of this because it was a community effort where people from the, the local collecting group came together and helped me to get these figures added. Uh, which I was missing. So a huge thanks goes uh, to you guys, of course, Jason, mm-hmm. Tom, and Ryan. And I also wanted to, say, uh, wanted to thank Joey Santuan, Lena Chavez, and of course Gus Lopez, who let me come by and let me take pictures of his unproduced Ewoks and Droids figures, uh, including his original Blicks. So uh, those are in the archive as well. And that's in a nutshell. So please stop by the website and... Have a look at all the uh, new features and additions, and let me know what you think. Yeah, I was checking out the uh, the new vintage section, and Chris, it looks just amazing. I I can't can't express how cool it is, and it's so the layout is so great. It's just so easy to see all of the vintage figures; they're all right there, and the photos are are fantastic. Well, thank you, thank you. I'm glad you like it, and thanks for helping me out getting it getting it all done. So. Oh yeah, no problem. And from vintage to modern, Bendoms to the Black Series, he collects them all. Our good friend Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hey, Jason. How's it going? Pretty good, Ryan. How are you? Uh, much better. I just got over a little bit of uh, food poisoning over the last couple of days, uh, mm. but I, I'm feeling a lot better today and ready to go. Glad you're feeling better. And, and you can't blame it on Tom. Tom has been nowhere near me, so I, I'm <laughs> sure he did not give me any Ryan, food poisoning. Ryan, uh, did you pinpoint what it was that you ate that uh, got you sick? Um, I'm between either free samples at Costco or for somehow my cereal. I'm not sure which. Uh, I think those free samples at Costco might have done it. Yeah, if it was that, it just took a long time for it to make it happen. But, uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. We're glad you're better. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and our special guest tonight from Forlom to Zuckus, it's Jake. Hello, Jake. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Pretty good. Super excited to be back with you guys. I'm excited that Tom's going to take the night off because I know that I can get <laughs> under his skin with all my uh, <clears throat> prequel love. Maybe we should introduce a new section. Maybe we'll do best vintage moment of the year. Tom can come up with something. Yeah, best vintage moment of the year. Yeah, Tom bought a few vintage items this year. He, he did. He I did just recently. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Episode five, if I don't recall, Tom. Yeah. Not part of the first 21, but hey. Well, that's true. I, the uh, I might I might uh, crack the uh, crack the uh, bottle open on uh, <laughs> the first uh, wave of Empire figures, but then I've got that Rebel Commander, so that kind of screwed me up. Eh. Just give it time. Power we'll the force we'll two. S- a couple years from now, Tom. <laughs> yeah, we'll, right. we'll see how up. it goes. You'll we'll be, see how it goes. You'll be hunting down those Power of the Force two figures that got stolen from you. <laughs> I want them right. back. Hey, they're tw- they're over twenty years. No, they're almost twenty years old. Uh, can you imagine? Can you believe that? Tell you what, guys, I've got a great idea. Just, just if you can just isolate my voice, Jason. Yeah. Let's just do a few things, and uh, I'll just go to sleep here. You guys can use this. Huh? No, I didn't know that. Hmm. 
Interesting. Shut up, Ryan. Wow. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, Sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the sack. That'll there work. wasn't enough emphasis in that. Shut up, Ryan. I don't I don't know. That was. Uh... Remember, you can contact us. Uh, email us at galaxyoftoys at gmail Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash galaxyoftoys. Twitter at Galaxy of Toys. Listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Smart Radio, and Podbean. Tonight, we are taking a look back at the year of 2013. We've actually done a podcast every month of the of the year, so this is a, our first uh, full year of podcasting. Wow, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Who knew? So while we kind of have discussed at length most of the uh, figures that came out the year, we're just going to kind of do a best and worst of uh, thoughts on the toys and the figures and the vehicles and whatever else Star Wars happened over the year. And uh, let's just start with the action figures. So the best action figure for 2013, Chris, what's your, uh, what do you think are the, what do you think was the best figure of the year? You can give us, if you just have more than one, that's fine. But what, what was the best? Um, for me, it was uh, TK421 from the Vintage Collection 2-pack mm-hmm. that came with the, uh, with the uh, Imperial uh, Technician and the, uh, the, the box, basically. Right, and that was the Kmart exclusive. <laughs> Kmart exclusive, yeah. Okay. It's an old mold, but um, it still holds up nicely, and they redid the belt on the figure. And that's not something that they had to do, especially the back of the belt, because who looks at the back of the figure, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really happy that they did that, and they they really try to to do as good as they can. And um, I really like that they put that effort into that because if you compare this stormtrooper with the stormtrooper from the black series, which was basically just a sand trooper, mm-hmm. the, the difference is just amazing. You know, in in one version we get uh, all those details what made that costume basically, and the other one we just get. You know, a sand trooper costume with a hole in the back that has no accessory to go in and, and a long neck and everything. It just looks completely off. So the, seeing the difference between those two is really interesting to me. And, and uh, I really do appreciate the, the details that they put into that um, uh, Stormtrooper for the TK421. And then if you take a whole look at the, the two-pack, you know, you get the vintage-inspired packaging and uh, you get a second figure and you get the accessory with it as well. So... Um, that is definitely my favorite figure out of all of them this year. Wow, that's pretty interesting to see a trooper be your favorite figure. But uh, uh, yeah, you're, you got, you've got some great points on that. And thanks for picking those up for me, by the way, too. Those Kmart yeah, two packs. Yeah. yeah, since Kmart by me is closed. All right, uh, Jake. It won't be missed. <laughs> Jake, moving on to you. What do you think? Uh, what was the best figure of the year? That's a very good question. There's more than you think that actually came out. I mean, it's crazy to say, but I think we actually had seven different lines of figures out this year, if that's Yikes. possible. Yeah, we had Saga Legends, we had Black Series, we had the Vintage Series, we had the uh, last wave of the Clone Wars, the international exclusive set. We had the last wave of the movie heroes. We had Star Tours. And there's the Amazon wave, the Legacy Collection. So we actually had a lot of different lines come out. But as for new and exciting figures, that was a little on the uh, uh, downside. But uh, shocking as this might be, to you, I am going to go with the Saga Legends Django Fett. And I know, five points for articulation. I don't care about articulation. I'm looking for sculpt. I'm looking for paint jobs. And for some reason, I came back to that figure time and time again. It is a beautiful figure. Yeah, I, I'm not even a huge fan of Django. And so it was kind of shocking that I decided to go with that one. But 
That's where I'm putting my money. Django Fett, five points of articulation. Boom. I think it's a good choice. I think all those I, – I like the Saga Legends figures. I think they look really nice. I like the uh, the toyness of them. Uh, Ryan, moving on to you. Um, well, you know, Chris Chris had a good point there with that TK421. That is a really cool figure, and, and he, he brought up another idea of mine. Uh, but I'll, I'm going to give an honorable mention here first. Um, the Black Series Padme that they did was actually really good. It was it was a solid update to a figure that really hadn't been updated since 2002 uh, with the bare midriff and everything. It, all we had was that one with the really weird shoulder and the action lever, whatever it was, uh, from 2002 and the Attack of the Clones kind of wave. But, uh, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb here and because uh, I'm actually going to go with the two Ewoks, with the Ewok catapult. Um, I just got this the other day, um, and I'm, I'm really impressed with it. I, I, I've, I've liked Ewok since I was a little kid. Um, I, I don't keep that a secret or anything. One of my favorite Christmas gifts I ever got was Ewok Village. And so the more Ewoks they make, uh, the more I get happy, and the more I can add to my, my whole Endor diorama. But uh, if you want their names, it's Chubray and Stemzy. I believe one of those was actually known as Corpsey for a long time, as it was one. That was <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I would go with those, not because it's not just the figures themselves, but that box that they came in was really cool. Even though it wasn't a, a representation of anything we really got in the the vintage era, I mean, we had a, a catapult, but didn't really come in a box like that. But uh, it's really well done, and I, and I like getting those two Ewoks. So I'll go with that. That's cool. You know, I was looking at my my Ewok display a couple weeks ago, and I was realizing that I no longer know the names of all the Ewok toys, all the Ewok figures. I used to, like, you know, for the, in the vintage days, I knew all their names. Even Power of the Force 2, I, they didn't make very many. I knew them all, but there's so many now, which is I think is a good thing, but I, I can't name them anymore just by looking at them. Oh, I, I know what you mean, although even worse I'm finding is uh, the names of all the, the Jedi I mean, oh. I picked up those two Geonosian packs recently from Toys R Us, and it was like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. <laughs> um, really? Yeah. Zep J. Flalalat. It's like, really? All these names with these apostrophes in them. I was like, oh, I know. No kidding. Does everybody's name have to have two apostrophes? They, they, need, they need to find the Kenner employee that helped name the, uh, the Cantina figures from uh, <laughs> 1978. Yes. Get him to start get, get him to start naming the figures again. Go finger Head girl, uh, <laughs> Baldy, no, uh, Brady, <laughs> Brady Jedi. Yeah, there we go. Tom, what do you think was the best action figure? <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. I'm gonna. Go I'm gonna uh, that's a very good question here, guys. Uh, None of I'm gonna go with. You know what? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm gonna go with uh, uh, chubby stem. <laughs> the uh, the figure that uh, Ryan was talking about. Okay. Well, what's, your favorite, what's your favorite? Ewok chubby figure? stem. What? <laughs> what's the What's your favorite vintage figure that you picked up this year? Uh, I pick up too many. Actually, I picked up uh, a few in just the recent uh, couple of weeks. What's your favorite? I would say Roll Arms. Like Rebel I'm, I'm going to go with Rebel Soldier. That's my favorite figure that I picked up a couple of weeks ago. Can't go wrong with him. That's right. You didn't go yeah. with Monster Droid. Come on now, <laughs> monster droid! Oh my god! Yeah, well, that's that. That would have definitely been number two, but uh, I'm gonna go with rebel, uh, rebel soldier on that one. Rebel soldier from 1980. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> best best figure of 2013. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, me. Pers- see what you get. See what you get when you go to me. That's that's, <laughs> that's what right. you get. I had a I had a hard time deciding what was my favorite figure of the year. I'm going to say Mission Series Han Solo, but I don't have the figure in hand. 
it, it is pretty cool, Jason. And uh, I've, I just, I can't wait to get it. So since I don't have that in hand, I'm going to default to the Mission Series Darth Vader figure, which I think he looks really cool. He has a vintage vibe to him, and I like the simplicity of it. And then I'm going to also give honorable mention to the Black Series 6-inch line and say that the Boba Fett figure from the second wave and the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive is really awesome. Like, definitely one of the best figures of the year. Can someone tell me what the difference is between the Comic-Con version and the uh, the second wave figure? Chris B. Has is there played. anything? Chris B., you have them both. What do you think? Um, well, for one, the packaging, right? The uh, oh, okay. San Diego Comic-Con one came in a really nice box set together with um, Han Solo and Carbonite. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now, how about figure-wise, as far as details go? Is there it's any the same, difference? There is the same figure. There are some very minor paint differences on the shins. Oh. Um, but other than that, um, it's it's almost not noticeable. When you put them next to each other, well, you really have to look for the differences. You, if you place them next to each other, you're just looking at, at them, you, you probably don't even notice that there's a difference. So um, so the figure-wise figure is, is basically a re-release, in my point of view. And... The San Diego Comic Con had, you know, Han Solo and Carbonite packed in, so that was a big deal. Are you guys still there? I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was really interesting, Chris. Thanks for that. So uh, actually, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna get up because oh, all the blood is just settling in the back of my head. Okay, I'm back. All right, all right, all right. hold on. God. Let's move on to the uh, worst action figure of 2013, and Chris, we will start with you. Um, the worst one is for me. It's the uh, the stormtrooper from the second wave of the Black Series, um, because it's just a repacked sand trooper, basically. Mm-hmm. And what I don't like about it in particular is that that when Hasbro repacks figures, I mean, in this case, they took a sand trooper, but the figure was. It's very obvious that this figure was designed and sculpted to be a sand trooper because it has first of all it has a hole in the back where you could plug in a backpack so now it's a stormtrooper so there's no backpack that comes with it so the figure just has a hole and there's no accessory that goes in it so i mean that that to me is pretty much a broken toy um then you have a really long neck and the reason it has a long neck is because the sand troopers have the shoulder pauldron right so it made sense for the sand trooper but for a stormtrooper it doesn't make sense to me that just totally looks off another thing is the abdominal buttons are not painted which is also a thing that the sand troopers didn't have the buttons on the front painted but the stormtroopers did so it's also a detail that's missing here and i know these are like kind of minor details but you know they've done it better already and they've done it better so many times so giving us a figure like that and just selling it as a stormtrooper uh is really upsetting to me because this is really a a line that's aimed at the collectors and when you look at tk421 you know they pay such uh great detail even to the belt and even to the back of the belt um that when they release a figure like this it's, it's a uh a pretty big letdown for me so that's for me the worst figure of the whole year. Hey, interesting that your your favorite and least favorite figures both happen to be troopers, stormtroopers. Yeah. yeah. Jake, what would you say is the worst uh, action figure of 2013? Hands down, Black Series Mara Jade. Such <laughs> such a disappointment. First of all, it's a fan choice winner, and years ago when we voted on these figures, they put up a picture of Emperor's hand. Uh, you know, uh, not sorry. Not Emperor's Hand. They put up a Jedi picture of Mara Jade. So like later on in the series, what we ended up getting is a re a revisit of a figure we already have as the Emperor's Hand from Heir to the Empire. And then 
not only that, they made it look like a dude in regards to the face sculpt is horrible. The hair positioning is horrible. It's way too big for the body. The head is too big for the body. So I vote her the worst. I had to do what most people did out there and find either a Scarlet from G.I. Joe or a Black Widow from the Marvel series and head swap and just to make it a decent figure. I mean, this figure had so much potential, and it just fizzled for me. I agree with that, by the way. I mean, in the end, considering that it was a fan's choice figure, um, they should have really done a better job on that one. Yeah, yeah, and give us what we voted on. It was not... We didn't vote on... The, the costume she had from Heir to the Empire, or before that, when she worked for the Emperor. Tom knows all about that, you know. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, so we it was, you know, we didn't even get the figure we voted on, and then the end product was just, just not. I mean, they've made so many, like, for example, like Ryan said, that Padme was a beautiful head, a beautiful sculpt. I mean, they can make pretty girls. I know my, my buddy's an artist, uh... And he mentioned one of the hardest things to do is to make a typically attractive woman try to replicate that. Because what's unique about art and sculpture is you emphasize the differences in people's faces. And, you know, we tend to think a really pretty person doesn't have a lot of those exotic characteristics. So so I know it's hard to make, you know, what is normally pretty. I mean, you can think about when Pat, uh, when Leia came out, we called her monkey face in the Power of the Force 2 line, you know, or some people called her that first Leia was what, Anthony Kiedis. We had all sorts of nicknames because it's hard to do a female face. I understand that. But this one, man, just right after releasing Padme, they come out with this and it's just not, not up to par for my, for my, uh, uh, expectations from Hasbro at this point. But so, Head swap. Yeah, it's still strange to me, though. Like, they went through all this trouble. They got all these fan sites involved to, to vote on a figure. And that's a really long process. And then um, what magazine that they went to where the final voting was happening? I don't remember I that. I think place. it might have been The Insider. Yeah. Could be, yeah. Might have been Star Wars Insider. And, you know, they get those guys involved and, and another round of voting. And then we get the figure and then, you know, it looks like <laughs> it looks like this, you know. There wasn't even a sticker on it saying that it was, like, voted by the fans or something. No. Right, Ryan. What is a uh, what is your least favorite figure of 2013? It, it's not one specific figure. It, it's really in general, but clone troopers. I am sick <laughs> to death of seeing clone troopers at retail. And, and I know we've gotten the new sculpt with with the vintage from the vintage packaging, the bo- the bodies that we've gotten on those, and, and it is better than the old ones. But I mean, clones are really cool in 2005. I couldn't buy enough of them. I'd hate to count how many stupid clones I have at this point because I've bought every single different one they've done. I'm tired of them. I, I, Hasbro, stop making them. We don't need them anymore. I don't care how many Skittles colors we can get out of them. And they sit on the pegs. You go in the store and you see, you know, you know what do you see on the pegs? You see the Movie Heroes uh, Clone Trooper. You see the um, the uh, Mission Series ones that come with Clone Troopers. And you see the Black Series Clone Troopers. Uh, I even, the Wave 2, when I see it in stores, it Usually the only one I see is the clone trooper. Stop making them. I, I'm, I'm tired of them. Give me something else. Uh, I, I'm tired of clone troopers. Uh, Tom, worst action figure of 2013. <laughs> All of them. All of I them. I don't give a crap. Okay. No, I don't. I, I don't know. Uh, let me pick one here. Let me see what's good. Uh, let's see. Yeah, any of those battle droids suck. So, uh, did they make any Jar Jar figures this year? They did not. No. No. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with a battle droid or anything. Cl- I don't know. So down with battle droids. Yeah. I don't <laughs> okay. know. I don't... Okay. Whatever. 
My uh, what I wrote down for worst action figure is the entire second wave of the three and three quarter inch black series, especially the Stormtrooper. <laughs> I hate that that whole wave is terrible, terrible, terrible. That's uh, not a way to follow up the first wave, which was. I didn't think that great, but looking at the second wave really made me appreciate the first wave. Um, <laughs> third wave's not so bad, but this second wave is terrible. Like Chris, I can't stand the Stormtrooper. He looks awful. It does. Awful. Break him so, down. What, what else is in that wave? What did you not like about Pablo Jill? Um, I, I love that figure. I think that's about the only redeeming figure in that pa- wave. Pablo, J- Pablo Jill is guilt by association. This whole wave... <laughs> <laughs> Just being in this wave makes him a bad figure. Luminara uh, wasn't bad. There was there was an R2D2, a Pablo Jill, Luminara, Unduli, 41st Elite Corps, Clone Trooper, Stormtrooper, and Marjade. They're all terrible. Oh. Hate to be oh, negative on a whole that's wave. That's right. And there was the, uh, the 40, uh, 41st Elite yeah. Corps Trooper, right, where they got the markings wrong. Right. Yes. Well, that's Another a clone no-brainer. Trooper. Hate to be down on a whole wave, but uh, it's, and it's like like Chris. I, didn't, I don't like that Stormtrooper. He doesn't look good. He does look like a Sand Trooper missing all his equipment. And eh. it was a very unexciting way. It was. It was. <laughs> <Say that, yeah. laughs> All right. So let's move away from the uh, figures and move on to the vehicles. Chris, what do you think was the best vehicle of 2013? Um, I'd go with the Slave One, the repainted Boba Fett version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazon exclusive. Yeah. Um, I love that. And uh, honorable mention would have to go to the Republic gunship, the Toys R Us exclusive this year. Um because I, I love having a complete Republic gunship here with both turrets on it. Um, it looks cool. A little bit too expensive, I would say. Um, but I did want to point out that it's cool that they re-released it. Um, but my best vehicle of the year, I would go with the Slave One. Good choice. Oh, yeah. Great vehicle. Great vehicle. Jake, your choice for a best vehicle? Uh, I'd give honorable mention to Slave One. Um, but I have two, two mm-hmm. categories here. The best vehicle I picked up this year, not from this year is I did bite the bullet and pick up the battle wagon, which I had never had, never played with, never seen, and that was awesome. Fell in love with that sucker. Remember the old Power of the Force 2 one? Or Power of the Force, sorry. Oops. But the one from 2013 is the AT-AT. Loved the AT-AT. And not only that is, um, I know, of course, it's a repaint from couple years back but um those are just so much fun and not only that i set both of them up and my kids have played with them for hours and hours and one gets under it like they're a mechanic and they play with that trap door underneath and the uh and the uh, cords that come down and the other one sits in the back and launches the speeder bike we've all had lots of fun with that this winter so definitely the endor at all right with the muddy with the muddy feet Yep. There's no mud on Endor, though, right? Come on, there's no mud on Endor. Did they cross any rivers? <laughs> I don't did they, know. Did they cross any rivers in those Ewok movies? Is the uh, question? Yes, there was there was water in the in the Ewok movies. That's what I thought. I yeah. need photographic evidence. That they were there riding was, horses on the beach at some point, I think, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that that ad ad is that the ad ad is definitely cool. I I don't have the Return of the Jedi one, but uh, yeah, it's cool. Okay, uh, Ryan. Uh best vehicle. Uh, that that would be the the mini uh, starfighter, right? No. Um, I, I'm gonna go. I, I I agree with Chris. The the vintage colored slave one uh, is fantastic. Uh, when they released the Clone Wars one a couple years ago, I bought it because I'm like, this is a cool vehicle, but I can't wait for them to release this in Boba Fett's colors. 
And then on top of that, to give it to us in a vintage box just makes it even better. I, if you didn't pick up the Clone Wars one, pick up this one. It's it's awesome. I think Amazon at this point is sold out after they clearanced them out at such a low price or whatever. But it is it is just so cool to have it in those colors. It looks so good. I have actually all my um, Boba Fett Slave ones lined up hanging from the ceiling above um, my Boba Fett display, and it just outshines all the rest of them up there. Uh, it's uh, definitely best vehicle of the year. All right, Tom. What is the uh, best vehicle of of the year. You know what? I'm I'm actually gonna uh, reiterate what Ryan and and Chris decided on. I'm I'm I definitely like the slave one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's really cool. Obviously, I don't have one, but uh, the uh, packaging looks great. The ship looks cool. Um, can't lose, really. I love it. Won't get it, but I like it. That's good. I'm gonna go with the majority here. I agree. The uh... Amazon exclusive Empire Strikes Back Slave 1 was the best vehicle of the year. I uh, have to admit, I haven't seen pictures of the uh, the, the poop walking uh, at at, but uh, <laughs> you know, I'm sure that's I'm sure that was just a joy too, yeah. Jake. So I'm glad you liked that one. Yeah. Love it. Cool. Okay, Chris B, tell us what was the worst vehicle of the year. Well, you could put you could pick any of the the miniature vehicles, you know. The one that they made for the Saga Legends figures. <laughs> yeah. Um, Miniature Jedi Starfighters, Obi-Wan, Anakin. There's a Slave 1, I think. Um, not really warming up to those at all. Just, yeah. They just don't do it for me. Sorry. Jake. Are we including those little Class 1 fleet deluxe vehicles? Yeah, whatever. Whatever you think is the worst. <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe that uh, little mini art ATRT that came out in one of those double packs. Uh, it was just so cheap, and, you know, the ones that came out in Episode 3 had a little more quality to them. These ones, I mean, the plastic is really weak on them. Because yeah, otherwise, you know, we have the mini vehicles, which are a no-brainer. They all kind of suck in comparison, and the vintage are all kind of awesome by comparison. So I'm going to go with the really little deluxe uh, sets. What was that from? Uh, it was from the Movie Heroes line. Yeah, with the Yoda packaging, right? Yep, Yoda, 501st Legion, R2, A-T-R-T. Mm-hmm. Yep, lame. Ryan, in your opinion, what was the worst vehicle of 2013? Uh, I, I think I'm going to go along with Chris. Uh, those smaller vehicles they did. I mean, when Hasbro announced it, I understood the concept behind it, that it was to still get a $20 vehicle out there that's playable. But at the same time, it's like, they got those out, but barely had any action figures out for kids to even play with them in. I, I still have yet to pick up the Episode 3 Starfighters. Um, I've seen that they've gone on sale at Target, so I'll probably go looking for them and then pick them up on sale. Because even at 20 bucks, I just didn't want to buy them. I mean, they were interesting enough for what they were, but I don't think they sold well enough. I, I think Hasbro uh, had, you know, for some reason thought that the, those were a good idea that kids would buy them, but... They're not. I don't think they sold. They seem to sit on the shelves. Uh, and so, if Hasbro's idea didn't work, then why continue to do them? Uh, you know, I'd much rather keep vintage box vehicles coming as exclusives. If that's going to be our way to get vehicles, then let's do that rather than give us tiny vehicles like that. You know, I wasn't too. I wasn't too worried about their size because I mean, we grew up with vehicles that were way undersized. So I can I can follow that kind of nostalgia vibe, but. They just weren't quality, I guess. Well, yeah, it was, I mean, it, it was the biggest thing. As I mean, the size is one thing. I mean, the R2 domes on them are stupid. They're like like they're micro, you know, the oh, action fleet yeah. size. They're horrible small. 
But the quality just isn't there at all. And if you need to do smaller vehicles, then make a smaller vehicle line where you make stuff up. I mean, we all had mini rigs as a kid. The the old Kenner mini rigs, most of them were were pretty cool. I mean, like the mini shuttle, the mini skiff. Mm -hmm. They were designed to be smaller versions of those vehicles, but not so much to where it was supposed to be the full-size one, but, you know, it it just miniaturized. Like the shuttle I always point to was kind of cool. You. You could have thought, well, there could be a one-person shuttle in there. That that could work. Was that the I, ISP-6 or something like that? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, if they'd done something like that, that would have been kind of cool. I mean, we you talked about, Jake, the um, the deluxe stuff that they did earlier in the year. The Yoda Jedi Starfighter I thought was kind of cool. Was I was going to mention that. That one yeah. actually is really cool. But then, that, the like I said, the ATRT. It's a retread, but it's a cheaper version, and that's yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. And, and if they'd done more mini rigs type stuff, even the the little droid fighter that they had that could go on the the MTT was, was kind of mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah. but if they want to make something that's going to be cheaper and better and you know more affordable for kids to play with, then make up something new or you know re-release a troop transporter, you know whatever. Don't feel like you have to go and make vehicles that we already have. And at that, we we got both versions of the Jedi Starfighter, which which. If you're like me, you already have, you know, six or seven different colors of those. It's like, oh, great. I've, you know, if you're like me and buy it all, I now have to buy these all again in a smaller size. That's wonderful. And we've um, got Jedi Starfighters ever since, what, 2005? Like, they're, they're constantly on the shelf. Yeah, right? I think there are seven oh, full-size Episode three Jedi Starfighters and six Episode two Jedi Starfighters. And I want to say five or six Clone Wars Jedi Starfighters now. Mm-hmm. And we didn't need many versions of these, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think they tried to do something like the mini rig thing with with the uh, you know the uh, Legion, the five hundred first Legion attack dropship that came out early in the year, which yeah. I really liked. Yeah. Um, and I those those, were cool. those are yeah, those are awesome. Yeah. And they subsequently disappeared. We we didn't see them anymore. Right. One wave, and they were gone. You know what's going to be really rough is because these first, the first in the Saga Legends packaging, these uh, the first wave didn't hit, uh, sell very well, and so yeah, I don't doubt it's going to be rough to find the second set. I know it showed up at least here in the Seattle area once or twice, but I have never seen it. So it's always difficult about a slow selling first waves. Where does the second wave come in? And that would be what Boba Fett Slave One, as if you need another, but. And then a couple more uh, Jedi Starfighters. Anakin's in yellow, and uh, Obi-Wan's in uh, blue. So those might be rough to... Do you guys have them? Nope. No. 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 Haven't even seen them. I've, I've seen the the Episode Three Jedi Starfighters. I've not seen Fett Slave 1. No, did you guys ever find the, uh, the Naboo Starfighter in the stores? No. 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 Oh, no. Uh, no. Ryan no. and I, we went Amazon, right? UK? Yeah, we got a Amazon UK, yeah. And that's an awesome vehicle. It's great. I Did need to get jump? motivated and find that one. I, I kind of let that one slide by. It's showing up somewhere, uh, I think, in the East Coast. Is that where reports came out recently? It's yeah, showing it, up it, it in popped stores. up somewhere recently, yeah. yeah. Probably five below or something, right? Yeah, we so, need a five below in the Seattle area. We really do. Stuff yeah. there. <laughs> Make it two. <laughs> can, can, yeah. can we put in a request to get a five below in the Seattle area? We should. I'm sure they're listening. Maybe we can. Yeah, I'm maybe sure they we are. can. Maybe we can start our own franchise. We can fran- <laughs> open a franchise of Five Below. We only, only want Star Wars stuff. <laughs> Tom, what was the worst vehicle of 2013? <laughs> uh, 
You know what? I am sitting in the back of the class, and I am just hoping that you don't see me. Tom, I don't know. The, I really you don't know. The chalkboard and write down what the worst vehicle. Is. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the little, the little slave one thing. All right. Those little, those little ships. Actually, I was at Ryan's during ice, and uh, he showed me around his uh, his place with his amazing collection. And I have to say, he did. We did uh, kind of uh, discuss those little, little puny ships, and I did think they were kind of stupid. So. Um, those are the ones that I'm going to go with too. So okay, my pick for worst vehicle of 2013 is Jango Fett Slave One. That mini <laughs> Slave One. It's terrible, 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 terrible. All right. So the next. I have a Jason. Before you go on, I have a question. Uh, you hate that Jango Slave One, right? Uh, which of you four bought that Jango Slave One? Oh, I, I see have show it. of hands. I did not buy it. I bought Ryan, it. Ryan, you no. bought it. Chris. No, Chris, I, Chris, I, I saw it on clearance for seven bucks, and I was like, "Ah, uh, no." You just went. You just went. Dish. Yeah, dish. Uh, uh, Jake. Yes, of course. Okay, so it's Ryan and Jake. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go sit down, guys. I'm gonna show my way to my seat now again. Right. Can I put this chalk down? All right. So yeah. All right. All right. Let's move on to a more uh, kind of a more general question. What was the best Star Wars toy? of 2013 jake costco exclusive electronic 31 inch darth vader it is beautiful i i try not i tried to narrow my focus my collecting focus Mm -hmm. over the years because i have been known to collect everything under the sun so last few years i've tried to only go action figures but this thing i'm staring at it right now while i'm talking um it's beautiful yeah i don't know why i don't know why it's just the proportions are great the colors are perfect it's shiny it's strong it's I don't know. It's awesome, and it literally lives next to my electronic R2-D2 from a few years ago because I think they're pretty good tight friends. Um, so, yeah, that's my vote, 31-inch electronic Darth Vader. But be careful when the lightsaber is in hand and it's on hard surfaces because my 3-year-old was playing with it, and it knocked it over with the lightsaber in the hand, and that sucker shattered off real quick. Oh. But, yeah, but thankfully... I bought it at Costco, and they don't think twice about fixing it for you. So, yeah, that's my uh, customer service announcement there. That's a good pick. Ryan, what was the best Star Wars toy of 2013? I'm right there with Jake. Um, the When the 31-inch Vader was first announced, uh, I, I was worried about what this could look like. Was it going to be this giant, cheap-looking thing? You know, I'd seen, like, the Superman and Batman stuff they did in the past. Like, oh, it's okay. When I got a, a look at these at Comic-Con, I, I was pretty impressed. And then I picked up one of the regular versions as soon as I could. But when that Costco one hit, I mean, for the price that you got the electronics, just an awesome piece. Uh, without a doubt, for me, the the absolute best toy of the year. And, and like I said, I actually have basically two of these, one with electronics, one without. And I'm t- tempted to even get a third one to put in my classroom. Uh, as I just think it's so cool. Uh, mine lives by my, my TV set, actually right next to the R2-D2, much like Jake there. Um, there's an honorable mention here. Um, I was talking with Amy, who's been on the show a few times, and she she said I had to mention the um, the Lego Ewok Village uh, as one of the best toys of the year. Because uh, if you have not seen the Lego Ewok Village up close, it is a great recreation of the vintage Lego Ewok Village with extra stuff on it it is really really cool and i recommend it highly to anybody who does lego likes ewoks or whatever it's it's a really cool piece yeah that that lego uh 
Ewok Village really is cool, and uh, I hope to someday get one of those, because it is nice. Uh, Chris, let's go back to you. Well, I would go with uh, the Ewok Catapult, probably. Yeah. Um, I didn't pick up anything else besides figures this year and some of the vehicles, but um, I would go with the Ewok Catapult, because it's such a beautiful update. It's so nicely sculpted. Two new Ewoks, vintage-style packaging. Um, Yeah, really cool. Love it. Kmart really really had a good run this year, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Three for three. Three for three, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, Too bad it's Kmart, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, nice. I, I hope they continue next year doing similar items. Well, you know, they picked up the slack where Walmart was absent this year. I don't know. Mm. This must be the first year in it, how many years where Walmart didn't have... And Amazon picked it up, too. Amazon did a mm-hmm. good job with their exclusives, really. Is Walmart holding a grudge against Hasbro right now? Because, uh, man, they just aren't... They're just really I, not... Uh, stepping up with exclusives or anything i heard that speculation about them getting stung with all that discover the force phantom menace 3d (laughs) stuff so who knows maybe they just lost their can on that and they're like Mm -hmm. we're not dipping our toes in that water until we have something like you know i'm sure they'll be they'll be back on the wagon as soon as episode seven's here guaranteed Mm -hmm. i've heard something similar to that jason or not jason uh jake that uh, that they got stung on their exclusives last year and really didn't want to do exclusives for Star Wars. I mean, heck, I don't go to Walmart that often anyway, but they haven't seemed to have like barely anything this year, even in the regular line stuff. I have limited my Walmart trips so much this year. I used to regularly go to Walmart to look for to, for Star Wars toys, and I've probably gone to Walmart, I don't even know, maybe once every other month, maybe once every three months. I just don't go there anymore. No, I'm with you on that one, too. I haven't been to Walmart in a long time, and... It's actually interesting how Star Wars, uh, like how, how collecting these action figures um, influences where I go shopping, you know? Yeah. Um, so I haven't been to Walmart in a long time either. Right. I only go when they have exclusives. So I haven't been. I mean, they built one two miles from my house a year ago, and I haven't had to go yet. <laughs> no exclusives, no reason. Tom, what was the best Star Wars toy of 2013? I actually have an answer. I'm going to go with any of the Gentle Giant 12-inch Jumbo Ooh, vintage figures. Good choice. Yeah, yeah, you can't go wrong with those. You know, there's they some of them have their some of them have their issues, but uh, for the most part, they are pretty cool. And uh, I'm kind of glad, but also a little bummed out that I stopped at the uh, the first 12 there. <laughs> there are a few that I'd like to pick up, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of well, geez, I'd like to extend it all the way to the the twenty one, but maybe I'll do that. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, those are those would definitely be my pick for uh, best toy. I guess they're not really toys though. Yeah, they're uh, they're toys. I think they qualify. Yeah. Now, Tom, you you of course have all yours carded. You didn't no. open them. No, I've I've got them loose. Oh, you got them loose. Yeah, yeah. I've got them on display. The oh, okay. Uh, yep. My, my they're kind of standing was... in front of my twelve. Uh, 12 uh, uh, figure backer. I've got that framed, a uh, vintage 12 back uh, uh, kind of display card or whatever the heck that was. And these, my guys are standing in front of it. Awesome. Looks cool. Yep. Awesome. Now, my big thing is I, I saw one out of the packages recently. I think it was at a Earl's uh, Sarlacc Halloween party. He had the Boba Fett out. Uh-huh. And the texture on them is so not like a vintage figure. Is that, well, I mean, is that you know, it's a like a true, true scan and they had a really is it the plastic they're using? Is it the scanning process? What is it that I our think figures it's just were nice and soft and shiny and smooth. And these figures are very like 
textured. I mean, Boba Fett was, I don't know, almost, I I hesitate to use the word, but like furry in an, in an essence that you can fill each, do you kind know what I'm porous, saying? porous is what yes, you're getting maybe, at? maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, I think it's just the plastic. I mean, granted, you're probably not using the best plastic, and I don't know. It's just speculation, but that would be my thought. But, um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't play with them. I just put them up and I look at them, and so I, I haven't really noticed the fact that they're <laughs> that they're uh, kind of you know furry, furry. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Chris. I was looking for a word, and you you helped me out with that. So, furry, so Tom, yeah. Tom, are you regretting okay, not buying the Holiday go. Yoda now? You know what? The only reason I would be regretting that is for that cool little uh, mini uh, jumbo cheese. That's weird. A yeah. mini, what was that? A mini jumbo display carded FET. Yeah. That is so cool. That is really cool. If they decide to uh, go with those little, uh, you know, one-inch figures, I would be so all over that. So what's the price point that would get you to buy those, though? 20 bucks. 20 bucks for that tiny thing? What do you think they're going to sell it for? 30 I'm guessing thirty. Do you think thirty? I think I think Jake was going lower. I think oh, they'll, yes, I, th- I think they'll be thirty. And I do. Um, and uh, for anybody listening who's not entirely certain what we're talking about, the uh, holiday Yoda jumbo vintage figure comes with a carded a uh, vintage carded Boba Fett in his uh, gift bag. Right? Is that right? It's in the gift yeah. bag. That's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. And you can and you can open up the the card and it's an actual Boba Fett figure inside. It's, Isn't it's, that cool? And it's articulated, right? Just like Yes, it is articulated. Oh. I I have to think that this is some kind of foreshadowing to a new line from Jedi. I hope so. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if if that's the case, count me in. Count mm-hmm. me in. I th- it's you know, I, that definitely kind of kind of uh, uh, knocks me down a notch as far as pure vintage collect- collector, but yeah, now I, d- I do think it's cool. Earlier this year, we were all kind of dogging on that figure, that Yoda Christmas figure. I still hate it. <laughs> yeah, we. but uh, after looking at it in person, it, it's real. I think it's cool, and uh, you know, I wouldn't get it. It's definitely not for me, but man, I bet there's a lot of people who are kicking themselves for not picking it up because of that Boba Fett. Well, who knew for sure, right? I was back and forth on buying it and decided not to. And, you know, honestly, that's a cool feature. I think it's really cool, but and I'm okay that I didn't buy it. It's not. I'm not going to be haunted by that decision. Whose figure did we did we see? Was that yours, Jake's? Jake? No, I think it was Amy's. It was, yeah, Amy's. It was Amy's. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Well, geez. She was saying she's had tons Lucky of girl. offers uh, from people who want to buy the Fet from her. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet that thing's going to go for a ton on eBay. I guess they're going for 150 for just the Fet on eBay. Wow, that's more that's than... That's nuts. Yeah, that's more than the uh, the Jumbo Boba. I think this was just kind of a, hey, let's see what people think about this. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we started seeing these uh, I, next year or so. I think Gentle Giant was listening to our podcast while we were making fun of the Yoda and said, we'll show them. <laughs> we'll show those guys. <laughs> Hey, you know, speaking of those jumbo figures, uh, did you see the recent deal about the Bosque and how the head sculpt is not matching the original figure? I did not know that. I can't remember what site was posting about it, but apparently they they detailed the scales on Bosque's head for the new jumbo figure with more detail than the original figure had, and it looked really weird. Like, from the pictures I was seeing, it was like, oh, it does look weird, but... We've grown up with these figures for 33 years if anything is is skew or awry or slightly different we're gonna know and uh boy that's 
Can they just leave well enough alone? They're like, apparently, you think we'd not. notice if we used a Power of the Force 2 head on the vintage <laughs> body? pick for Best Star Wars toy is going to be the 31-inch Jack specific Darth Vader. I don't have the electronic version, so I really can't comment on that one. But uh, just the regular one that I found at, actually did find at Walmart, even though I said I don't go there that much. I did get this one at Walmart. It's really cool. I love the figure. And I'm going to give an honorable mention to two items, the Star Wars Viewmaster, because uh, Star Wars and Viewmaster together is is great. And I think they should hopefully continue with that and make some yeah. more slides for it. That's also, just long overdue. Yeah, yeah. So please, um, Mr. Viewmaster, make some more Star Wars slides for it, because they, there's two sets. There's a Attack of the Clones set and a Revenge of the Sith set. And, um, you know, there are some original trilogy. Ones. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, give us original trilogy. We will buy them. Um, and also I wanted to mention the Star Wars Space Battle Freestanding Pinball by Moose Mountain. This is a, uh, a uh, Star Wars-themed pinball machine. It's, it's, not, it's definitely not a full-size pinball machine, but it's, it's quite large. And I got one for Christmas from my wife, and it's a lot of fun. It's uh, just some good old-fashioned pinball with Star Wars sounds and Star Wars characters. Is it, uh, is it, does it stand off the ground quite a bit, or is it, it a tabletop kind of thing? Well, you can, you can, it stands off the ground, but you can, uh, huh? you can take this, you can take these stands off and just put it on a table. And right, right now I just have it on a table because when it's freestanding, it's really kind of designed for a kid. Like, it's, I'm just too tall for, for how low it is. So I've nice. got it, I've got it on a table and it's a lot of fun. There, there's also a smaller version, um, that costs maybe like 20 or 25 bucks or something i'm not sure there's a smaller version which i haven't played yet but that looks like it could be fun too but the uh, larger one i think it's on toysrus.com it's it runs about 80 dollars and it's really cool so definitely give do, it an do you think engine. i could bolt it onto my wheelchair yeah but tom <laughs> i think you wouldn't want it because here's the thing it's got mostly original trilogy stuff but it definitely has some prequel characters on it too so oh may, god okay you, pass pass you may, you may not want it in your collection no i don't want stupid thing. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's cool. Always, and, they always have to ruin it, don't they? Okay. Uh, let's see. What is next? Uh, let's go to the worst Star Wars toy of the year, and we will go with Chris. Ooh, ooh, oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Chris, what was the worst Star Wars toy to come out this year? Didn't we already talk about this? I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> we did worst figure and worst vehicle and done worst toy. Oh. You can repeat um. the same thing. If you think the worst figure is the worst overall toy by... Just say it. That's fine with me. Um, no, I think I'll go with um, I go with this guy. Oh no! <laughs> you underestimate my power. <laughs> oh my god, it's so bad. Oh, it's, it's god, so I think I'm think I'm sick. <laughs> Chris, it's so bad, but you had to get one, didn't you? I picked one up. It was nine bucks on Amazon. I was like, oh, you know what? Um, I'm gonna pick this one up, um, but I know, man. There's something about it is just not right. And and for people listening who don't know what that was, that was the <laughs> Anakin to Vader. Yes, Anakin to Darth Vader. Uh, is it 12 inch? Is yeah, it? It's, it's a little yeah. taller, I think, maybe, but yeah, yeah somewhere around there. It's so, where's yeah, the? I think, yeah. I think a lot of children that got this for Christmas are now finding themselves in orphanages. <laughs> Wow, I don't even know what that means, but I yeah okay. That Um, means they killed their parents because they got this crappy toy. (laughs) That's dark, Tom. Chris, no, I was thinking more along the lines of these kids kept 
hitting that button and that kids gave them away. Wow, this is going to get on the cutting room floor, so I can pretty much say whatever I want. Chris, couldn't, could, can't you admit, though, that when you put the helmet on the figure, that ceiling sound is pretty cool? Come on. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Hit it again, Chris. Let's hear it. Seal the helmet. Let's hear that part. If you're not with me, then you're my enemy. See, that's what I should say. Ryan, if you're not with me, then you're my enemy. Oh, okay. Is that how it works? All right. Doesn't, so, doesn't a Sith only deal in absolutes there, Tom? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Uh, Jake, let's move on to you. What was the worst Star Wars toy of the year? I want to throw Mara Jade under the bus some more, okay. but I'll hold off. I'll hold off. I'll hold off. Okay. Um, you know what? I think it's just, I don't know why I dislike them so much, but have you seen these... Uh, these yo-yos that sit on a base that the yo-yos are like the character's face. Yes. And they sit on a base that looks like the rest of the body. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, but I like, I instantly was not, I, I hated those and I don't hate a lot of things, but for some reason I saw them and I said, I hate you. And I don't know why, but they are just, they're just dumb. They're just, I mean, I'd, Believe it or not, Tom, I'd rather have Angry Birds over these yo-yo body things. <laughs> I don't think I've seen those, so uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't bother sending me a link or anything. I'm sure they're terrible. <laughs> they're terrible. <laughs> okay, Ryan, uh, what do you think was the worst Star Wars toy of the year? Uh, I, I'm going to go with the the thing that probably none of us either barely bought or uh, or didn't buy at all. I, uh, the Star Wars Angry Birds. Um I know these are popular with kids. I I see, you know, the kids in my classroom love it. I see it on their what they wear. They seem to be into it. But as far as a, as a Star Wars collector, maybe I'm getting a little bit more like Tom at this point on this type of stuff. But yay! I know it's scary. One I, of me. One <laughs> of me. I'm kind of sick of this stuff. And in you know, I can understand if it helps get if kids get into Star Wars because of it. That's great. But at the same time, when we go in the store and all you see at Target or Toys R Us or whatever is Star Wars Angry Birds and you're not seeing any new figures. And at that, it doesn't seem like I, I, they supposedly are selling fantastically, but I, I don't know about you guys, but around here it seems like I, I'm not seeing a move that often. It always seems to be the same stuff sitting on shelves. Now, either they're not selling at all or they're selling out so fast and being replaced by the same product, uh, whatever, but... No, they're I'm not tired selling. of seeing them. They're not selling. I'm, you can find them at TJ Maxx and Marshalls and all those other yeah. secondhand. I, I'm I'm tired of seeing them, and uh, I I I would not be would not have any problem if they went away. Uh, and as much as I collect Star Wars stuff, I drew the line on these. I I bought two blind packs uh, when Star Wars Angry Birds first came out. I got a Darth Vader in it, and I was good. I didn't need to buy anything more. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Didn't you get that uh, Gwent Comic Con exclusive or something, Ryan? Oh, that's right. I did buy the the vintage yeah. card. Yeah, yeah. Let's not forget that. <laughs> but but that Let's was not forget cool that. because it had the vintage card back. So that was the only reason. If it had just been Star Wars Angry Birds, I could have cared less. But the the card backs and the way they did that was kind of clever. I, I did think that was kind of cool. That's such a cheap way up by Hasbro. You know, they know they're going to get you with that stuff. That's a money yeah. grab, is what it is. Oh, and yeah. They and kick they in the money. nuts and then they take your dollar. <laughs> Hasbro's been doing that to me for years. So. Yeah, well, okay. I'm going to go with uh, that nice segue, Ryan. I'm going to go. <laughs> not the nut, nut kicking, I mean. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm talking about the Angry Birds. That's probably one of my most hated. But then I've got the uh, the, the rectal exam Obi-Wan figure. <laughs> I 
It's got to be oh. the most ridiculous-looking figure I've ever no. seen. I retake mine. I will have the Yodas over. I'm a big Obi-Wan fan, and I agree. That that Obi-Wan is... My, mine looking straight up. His eyes are painted on to look like up through his forehead. <laughs> so you agree with me, Yes, Jake? that 12-inch that, wow. that Obi-Wan, the one that's got the inserts hand on one side, right? Is that what you're talking about? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, insert. What is it? The insert uh, hand. It's like you need to like position it behind a horse or something. You know. Jason, no, we need yeah. an X-rated version. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go to mute. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Worst. Uh, my pick for worst Star Wars toy. I'm gonna go with Ryan and say the Angry Birds. It's just I feel like it really has diverted Hasbro's attention away from the figures and the vehicles that they're focusing so much on ang- that they did focus so much on Angry Birds this year that maybe I just would have liked some of that attention to be on the figures. So, do we have any of this crap coming on the horizon? Is there more we, of this junk on the way? We will find out in February at Toy Fair. I'm guessing. Oh, uh, well, I I hope we. You know, I'm not a huge figure fan, but we got to get back to the meat and potatoes here, boys. Mm-hmm. Speaking yeah. of, did you guys see that 12-inch Luke Skywalker, oh, Jedi yeah. Luke Skywalker, show up today? That's awesome. I want that one. Okay, now that is Can't a wait. good 12-inch. Is that the uh, same uh, kind of following the proctology exam Obi-Wan? Yes. 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 Oh, boy. But it looks see, character awesome. selection, that's what it's about, character mm-hmm. selection, you know? Yeah. Well, I, it depends on how you've got the hands molded, well, I guess. He's He's kind of, he's not quite as ready for a, proc- a proctology exam is obi-wan but he's definitely he's getting he's getting preparing ready. for it is he's, that what's going he's on he's getting ready he's getting ready for one you can tell all right well you know it, it would be nice to have one hand hold a lightsaber and maybe one hand hold a blaster you know what's wrong with that but uh i'm uh, i'm looking forward to the luke figure i think he looks he looks fun looks like a fun toy fun star wars toy Let's go with, uh, I'll start with Chris. What was the best Star Wars moment of the year in regards to figures, films, toys, TV, whatever you think? What was what was the highlight of the year? The highlight, I put two down. Um, my absolutely favorite moment of this year was uh, ICE Seattle, the international collector's event that we had here. Mm-hmm. Um, totally awesome, meeting all these hardcore vintage collectors and just five days of just geeking out with everybody it was just um absolutely amazing um so that's my favorite moment of 2013 when it comes to star wars collecting the a second i would pick um the death of lucas arts and i know you guys don't agree with me with that but because it's kind of sad to see them go but i'm really glad that finally something is happening when it comes to video games because LucasArts, I mean, they had their time in, in the 90s and in the late 90s, I guess. But we haven't really seen a really cool Star Wars game, video game for home consoles in a really long time. And uh, so I'm really excited to see something moving in that direction, especially with uh, Electronic Arts and DICE. Uh, they're going to do a Battlefront video game. And uh, I'm super excited about that. So in that regards, I'm kind of glad that LucasArts is gone because they just haven't released anything. And, I mean, for so many years, we've been all wanting some Star Wars games and just nothing really came. And so finally something is moving. And so I'm really happy for that. Although I'm sad to see LucasArts go, but, 
you know, what good is it if you have LucasArts and they don't they don't publish anything? So, mm-hmm. so that'll be my 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 second pick. Okay, 2013. That's the uh, definition of Schadenfreude, isn't it, uh, Chris? No, I just want some good video games, some good Star Wars video games. You know. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Jake, what do you think was the highlight of the year? My favorite event of uh, 2013 is probably the same as Chris. Uh, is Ice was a phenomenal event. You had tons of uh, collectors coming in from all over. You're getting to meet uh, people you've read books by or um, read about online, follow. Uh, you got to see so many cool, cool collections. We got to see Return of the Jedi as a big group, the original print. I mean, it was just an amazing event overall. Um, so collecting-wise, absolutely, and not to even mention some of the millions of free giveaways and collector swag that was exchanged there was by far, you know, pales in comparison to anything else that's happened in the last few years. So that was amazing. Um, outside of that, uh, other Star Wars moments, uh, I really liked how they ended the Clone Wars with Ahsoka leaving. I liked, I thought it was a perfect balance. I know, I know I'm a softie, but that was a, uh, to me, a, an emotional ending to that character's journey. And I thought it was a perfect ending because, spoiler alert, I didn't want to see her killed because that was just retreading on Shmi Skywalker and Padme. And that was just, that would have been the easy way to get rid of that character. But to have her actually reject Anakin and whatnot, that's just going to be a whole nother level of complex for the uh, the uh, Anakin character. So I thought that was a perfect ending. So that was a, I remember exactly where I was. I was getting ready to go to uh, Emerald City Comic Con and I was trying to make a bus, but I was waiting for that last scene to hit. And when they went, they didn't even go to the credits at the end of it. They just played that soft uh, orchestra, uh, orchestral music throughout the rest of it. It was awesome. It was awesome. So that was kind of a highlight to this year. I wouldn't agree with LucasArts just because we'll talk about that on my on the worst moments. Um, I think the other thing was just to make sure that we were all... I, I liked being secure in the fact that John Williams was returning. That was another good point for this year is just officially hearing that Williams is back doing the music for Ep7. So that was another good moment. Those are probably my top three. Ryan, what were the uh, highlights, uh, the Star Wars highlights of 2013 for you? There's actually, I had a lot of good Star Wars highlights this year. Um, I like Everybody here on this is probably going to say ice because we all live up here. Um, we were all involved with it. So, of course, the fact that we got to, to go to that and be involved with it was just absolutely awesome. But beyond that, um, there's a couple other trips that some of us made. Uh, going down to the Rancho Obi Wan to see to, for the um, the Guinness uh, World Record Night was a lot of fun. Um, I got to meet Dave Filoni at that, so that was pretty cool. And uh, just hanging out with a lot of those same people who were up here at Ice were, were down there at that event as well. And then going on from that, there's also the uh, the trip we made to uh, to Death Valley, several of us from uh, Sarlacc to go see the uh, Star Wars filming locations. That was a lot of fun. As I said on on the older podcast, um, I I have uh, done that trip before, but it was a lot more fun to do with, with a bunch of Star Wars geeks. Uh, so much more fun to, to experience that with other people who are like-minded in, in that. I also agree with Jake that the announcement of John Williams was was a huge thing for me. Um, I'm a huge John Williams fan. I have been for a long time. I own well over 100 of his uh, soundtracks, uh, and you know, I, I'm kind of he's my favorite star wars personality if you will so uh beyond the actors and then all that i would take john williams over meeting harrison ford any day but uh i you know I, i'm surprised nobody else said this but come on greatest uh, event of of 2013 how about galaxy of toys podcast 
right? We started right. this year. Yeah. We're still nice going. Show. Nice segue. Um, yeah, I, I got to say, it, it's been a great pleasure to be on this podcast all year. And I, I think we've grown and, and done a lot with it. So it's it's I, I that's a real highlight for me as well this year. Tom, best uh, what was the best Star Wars uh, moment of 2013? Just to run what Chris said and pretty much what Ryan said, uh, Ice was great. Ryan and I, uh, I was with Ryan when we went to, to Death Valley, and I'll be, uh, I'll be uh, doing another journey to Death Valley uh, next uh, month. I couldn't wait, and I think uh, Jake's going to be joining me this um, time. I'm doing so, it. So uh, yeah, it's going to be great. I, I couldn't get enough of it, and um, yeah, boy, I'll tell you, number one, Ice. Uh, number two, Death Valley, um, and uh, number three, Galaxy of Toys podcast. Not in that order. All right. For me, let's see. What did I write down? Um, did I write anything down? This is the best of it. Wow. I <laughs> think you, I, I think this it must have sucked for you. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I think I skipped this one. But um, I guess, uh, you know, I'll be unoriginal and say that uh, the ICE event held in Seattle over the summer was a lot of fun. Definitely a highlight. Um, I think the Black Series, the launch of the six-inch Black Series, was a highlight for the year. I, I love those figures. I've got them all displayed right now, and it's a it's a neat line. So I would say that was a highlight. And of course, the podcast. It's been a fun year, and it's been a whole year. We've been doing it for a complete year now, so that feels good. Well, I know that you, uh, Jason, and you and Ryan really kind of hated each other when we started this. Yeah, so it's really nice to see that you guys. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys are getting along now. This is it's really kind of touching. Uh, yeah. I think that's great. Good job, guys. Good job. So uh, let's go from the highs to the lows. And what was the biggest <laughs> disappointment in, in, in with, with Star Wars for the year? And uh, let's go to Chris. What was the di- biggest disappointment of the year? Um, biggest disappointment, I would say, was for me, was the cancellation of the Legacy Collection. Simply because I really liked the uh, the card design that they had come up with with the uh, with Artedito's dome, and I also really liked that they were going back to include builder droid parts. Because really, you know, if you buy a whole wave, you end up with an extra figure at the end, or even two figures. So um, I was really disappointed to see that go. That would be uh, my first choice. And as far as Star Wars overall, I'm uh, really disappointed that we have to wait longer for Episode 7 now. Because at first I think it was said that it was going to come out or they were going to try to come out in the summer. And now it's another half a year that we have to wait. So I would say that's another uh, disappointment. So there you go. Uh, Jake, biggest disappointments of the year? Ooh, let me go through the novel I wrote. Well, I was looking forward. I showed my daughter. She was six at the time. I was exposing her to Star Wars. I know Tom will disagree, but I thought she should see him on the big screen. So I started with Episode 1 3D, thinking that I would get the whole saga in the 3D. But then they canceled <laughs> those right away in January. So, yeah, uh, yeah, didn't get I'm to sorry, show... did I say that out loud? <laughs> You just broke my six-year-old daughter's heart, Tom. Um, Way to go, Tom. He's an old curmudgeon. He doesn't She'll care. understand. She'll thank me when she's older. No. Um, yeah, Droid Factory, I agree with Chris. That was a uh, line I was looking forward to. I always like getting more money for uh, more bang for our bucks, especially when you buy you know, either four or six figures and you get a new one, uh, an extra one. I think that's one thing that's lacking this year in uh, any of the Star Wars action figure lines is any type of um, – you know, play value in regards to outside of the action figure. I mean, in years past, we've had game pieces, we've had build-a-droids, we've had, you know, 
yeah, Comtech chips. We've had things that do things. We've had bio cards or 3D cards or whatever. And here, I mean, this year we have nothing. You get the card back and you get the figure. So I'm looking forward to more Hasbro being more engaging. Like, you know, start a, start a Hasbro fan club, uh, make a magazine, you know, give us mail aways, give us, you know, collect proof of purchases. I want to be more engaged with the stuff we're buying. So Droid Factory was definitely missed. Um, Clone Wars being canceled was a problem. The movie heroes and the Clone Wars, the last sets of those figures that were international exclusives for us living in the U.S., that has been an impossible set to find. So that's frustrating. Big hole in my collection. Uh, LucasArts, I have too many good memories playing games like Shadows of the Empire and Pod Racing and whatnot that I was sad to see him go. We're still on hiatus about Clone Wars Season 6. The, 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 we still don't know when we're going to get that or how we're going to get it and if I have to you know, buy an Apple TV to watch it or whatnot. Who knows? Um, I don't like the Black Series that fell off the bubbles. I thought that was um, you know, kind of embarrassing to see all these figures stapled and taped and what have you. So, yeah, like I said, I, I got a whole list here. I can go on and on. But I, it's weird. There's all these downs. I have all these downs. I sound like a really negative person. I don't think I normally am. But here's the weird thing. Despite all these downs, I am super excited about Star Wars. I am super, like, more than I was at the beginning of the year when I thought I was getting all this stuff. I'm even more excited now. So whatever they're doing, despite canceling and Disney stopping this and Hasbro not producing that, whatever – somehow they have also excited me at the same time. So it's kind of a weird conundrum. Ryan, what was the uh, biggest disappointment of 2013 for Star Wars? I'd have to say the the overall lack of information about the upcoming movie. Uh, at this time last year, you know, di- Disney had acquired Star Wars and Lucasfilm and, um, you know, said there was going to be a new movie in 2015. And, you know, that was well over a year ago. They should have had, I, I would think, more than... Okay, J.J. Abrams is going to direct it. Okay, John Williams is going to do the music. Uh, and Kathleen Kennedy is producer. And I, to me, I would have expected it to at least had some cast members um, announced at this point. I, I'm beginning to wonder how much casting they've actually done for it, how much progress has actually been made on it. You know, and will we see it in, actually in 2015 or not? If there still continues to be these delays, especially on scripting. With the the scriptwriter change that we had recently, it's just kind of frustrating. I thought, you know, with the announcement and it sounded like they were green lighting it and fast track and, and all that, that we sh- it seems like we should have had more information this year. And um, Disney had tons of opportunities to to give us information at, at Comic Con and at uh, um, their D twenty three Expo and and so many other things, and yet they still never got information out to us. Uh, anything more which you know it, it makes you wonder is how much more information is there that we don't know is there anything else yet um so kind of the lack of progress or lack of an announcements uh about the new movie tom what was the uh, biggest disappointment uh for you for 2013 in regards to star wars jason i have to be honest with you i can't think of one it's great it, for me it was a great year uh, my website i grew up star wars my facebook page i grew up star wars has grown so much uh hanging out with you guys ice event really i i can't think of one thing i really can't so i'm gonna be lame and say nothing no that's that's uh oh, that's legitimate try harder man try harder <laughs> okay man that's kind of lame coming from our curmudgeon there and i I, I know i know <laughs> All right. Uh, how about the biggest disappointment that you can't throw a snowball worth a darn there, Tom? That is the truth, and that is something I need to work on. 
Actually, I've, I'm, I'm waiting for next snow. That way I can hone my uh, skills okay. or, la- or lack of them. Um, for me, for biggest disappointment of the year, I uh, wrote down uh, it's a tie between the 3D cancellations of Episode 2 and 3 and the lack of Clone Wars bonus material. I was uh, disappointed we didn't get to see Episode 2 and 3 in the theater. I do think those are the two weakest movies of the series, but I love going to the theater and watching Star Wars. So I'm bummed we didn't get a chance to do that. Um, And also the Clone Wars. They put out a complete series um, set. Of course, it doesn't have this bonus material that they've been talking about. And I'm just uh, disappointed we didn't get to see it yet. I, I guess we will see it eventually, but uh, I think they've kind of waited. They I think they should have uh, put it out earlier and put the whole thing together so you really could buy the complete series. Because I feel like, you know, what, next year are they going to do another complete series with the bonus material added? Who knows? So I would say those two things. Okay, so that... That's uh, that's the year of 2013 in a in a small nutshell. But let's talk about next year, or actually no, let's talk about this year. What are what are you looking forward to most um, for 2014? And we'll start with Chris. Star Wars Rebels. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it has original trilogy written all over it. You know, Ralph McQuarrie inspired designs. Um, Timeline-wise, very close to the movies that we all love. So that should be exciting, and especially for toys, right? I mean, we talked about this before where they they announced that the TIE Fighters are going to have the, the smaller wings. So, you know, that's a chance for Hasbro to, to bring back the uh, original vintage mold if they still have it. Mm-hmm. Um, same goes for the X-Wing Fighter. So we're going to be hopefully seeing some TIE Fighters and X-Wing Fighters on the shelves again. Yeah, I, I'm just excited to see more original trilogy stuff, you know. And I think Star Wars Rebels might um, get us that in some way or another. So I'm excited about that. Jake, what are you looking forward to for 2013? Ditto. Star Wars Rebels, baby. Yep, absolutely. I am looking forward to podcast roundtables. I'm looking forward to uh, finding Kenner influences throughout the show. Like Chris said, there's uh, they're talking about smaller wing ties. They also announced that the blasters will have the actual fin on the top, like the original Kenner blasters. We know the troop transport's going to be in there. So there's going to be all sorts of fun you know, nods to OT that I'm looking forward to finding and hunting for each week. Um, I'm hoping, I'm crossing my fingers, we'll get the midnight toy release for when these things hit. We did with the beginning of the Clone Wars, so I'm going to hold out that maybe we can inspire some midnight releases with the new toys of Rebels coming out probably in the fall to uh, piggyback the show. So that is, yes, that is my sole focus for 2014 is uh, Rebels, and I'm excited. I'm super excited, actually. Ryan, 2014. Uh, I, th- I think there's there's three things I'm looking forward to this year. Much l- like you guys have said, Rebels, absolutely. Uh, getting back into that, and, and I think it's going to be a good chance for us to get toys again, if you will, with Star Wars. And hopefully you know, the kids get into it and, and it sells well, so they continue to give us toys on it. Like, Clone Wars started off really well, but it seemed to die off, and so they didn't make as much. And so if they can continue to give the to us, and so we're getting new Star Wars stuff in stores. It'd be great. Uh, number two, what I'm really looking forward to along with that is going to be Toy Fair in February in New York because then we get to see, you know, at least kind of the first half of the year what Hazard's planning. I would assume we'll get to see 
our first glimpse at uh, Rebels figures and and see where we're going to go from there. Obviously, the the following year's Toy Fair will be probably much more exciting, but I, I think that'll be really good. And uh, a third will be, you know, hopefully in 2014, we finally get some information about the movie. I'd certainly hope so, as we'll finish 2014 with less than a year left until the movie comes out. Uh, so I would assume we'd get some casting information and uh, they're supposedly st- supposed to start filming here very soon. And we start to see maybe some on set things and stuff like that. So that would be uh, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. All right, Tom, what are you looking forward to in 2014? Um, I'm going to be a real lame here again, but uh, I'm going to say Rebels. Yay. Great, great timeline. Mm hmm. Yeah, so uh, I, I hope we see more uh, kind of developing uh, uh, stories about uh, how the rebellion came to be. I'm excited, more excited than uh, Clone Wars. I mean, I liked, I do, I do have to admit, I liked Clone Wars, but this Rebels sounds like a sounds like a really cool deal. So yeah, troop transport, heck yeah, count me in. Right. Little winged Tie Fighters. I don't know where I don't know where you got that idea, but sounds great to me too. <laughs> Bring it on! I'm a look personally. I'm looking like like all of you. I'm looking forward to Rebels. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait for the toys, everything that goes along with it. Uh, Midnight Madness. I hope so too because I had a lot of fun at the Clone Wars Midnight Madness. So that would be great. I'm also looking forward to more more action figures. Um, can't wait to see what they do with the six inch line for Black Series. Hopefully that continues. And I'm also looking forward to the twelve uh, inch Hasbro line. The uh, the shampoo bottles, the uh, the examination figures or whatever Tom calls them. The, uh, um, I like I like that line. Those feel like toys. They look like toys. I think they're going to go with a scratch and sniff feature for those pretty soon. <laughs> and I'm especially looking forward to that uh, Jedi Luke. That. that Jedi Luke that uh, there's photos of on YodaNews.com. They've got okay. the photos of the 12 inch Luke, the 12 inch Jedi Luke. He looks really great, and I'm hoping he's paired with. A stormtrooper, because I think that would be a, a cool one to do. All right. Does does the time right now kind of remind you guys of like the power of the force two times? Yeah. You know, like you're kind of collecting the figures, and at the same time, you're kind of like hoping to find out about the new movies coming out. You know. Right. 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 Yep. I miss those days, and then and then all hell broke loose. <laughs> They're back. We were waiting yeah. for the new scenes. Yeah. We're waiting for the scenes of the special edition during Power Force 2, right? Back in 99 when I was uh, still collecting, I was waiting for every little hint of uh, what the new movies would have. So, yeah, this this should be good. Hopefully uh, history doesn't repeat itself. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. This is this is the third round. Third round. <laughs> I'm yeah. ready for it. Third time's <laughs> charm, right? Turns out bad. If the movie turns out bad, we'll make sure there's a bridge nearby you can jump off of. <laughs> and if that doesn't work, you guys carry me to the tallest building you can find. Just throw me off. I'm done. Well, that wraps it up. Uh, remember, you can contact us at galaxyoftoys at gmail.com, Facebook, facebook.com slash galaxy of toys listen to us on itunes listen to us on stitcher smart radio listen to us on zoom you still can yes zoom is still operating um so is bing so yeah search for us on bing do a search on bing for galaxy of toys <laughs> can they record us on eight track too and, and listen to it on that Ooh, that would be fun actually final yeah, we're going to be releasing uh, – uh, well, though, these do run a little long, so uh, we'll try to do yep. two packs, eight tracks, two go. packs. Yeah. At, at Celebration 7, we can release the special edition uh, 
uh, podcast vinyl albums, right, with, with bonus features and more, <laughs> more, more stuff of Tom complaining, right? That'd have to be an LP. When okay. We, when we started this show last year, last January, the goal was to have every show be about 50 minutes. <laughs> I think we've only had one that came under 50 minutes. We, we did pretty good to begin with, but... Yeah, there's just so much to talk about. <laughs> there are... <laughs> That wraps up the show. I'd like to thank everyone for uh, co-hosting the show with me tonight from IGrewUpStarWars.com. Tom, what a great year. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. I hope we have another great new year in 2014. And uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Happy New Year. And thank you, Chris B. from JediBusiness.com. Well, thank you for having me on. And thank you for getting the podcast going and inviting me to uh, be on the show. It was definitely uh, one of the highlights of the year. So looking forward to talking to Star Wars more in, uh, in, this, in this year. From Vintage to Modern, Venom to the Black Series, he collects them all. Thank you, Ryan, for being on the show. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's Personally, it's been a rough year for me, but uh, you know, as I talked about all the Star Wars stuff I did this year, it was a lot of fun, and definitely being on this show has been a, a huge highlight for me, and it's, it's good to you know get together with you guys every couple weeks and, uh, and talk Star Wars. Always fun. And uh, from ForlamTazuckus.com, Jake. Thank you, Jake. Always a pleasure, gents. Love talking with you. Need to do it more often. Jason, maybe we can work on something in the coming year. We could. <laughs> that would be awesome. But yeah, I hope you guys have a fantastic New Year's, and uh, may the figures be with you. All you right. like that? That's great. <laughs> Except for clone troopers. Happy New Year, everyone, from Galaxy of Toys. Good night, but not good. Bye. Just one more round, friend. Then a homeward bound friend Don't forget me in your dreams Just one more song, friend And then so long, friend The nights get shorter, it seems Just one more rhyme, friend Yes, it's a crime, friend But you know time, friend Time can fly, so it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.